I still is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our wonderful patrons on Patreon. Oh, I need to buy some tipbacks, actually. I made a mistake in my story where I where I was supposed to write uh, indubitably. I wrote imbudily be. <laughs> Patreon.com. How do you. Where's the op? It's the. So, when we are just go. Who is Yo, we go. How's it going, bro? <laughs> are you feeling higher low? Ah, uh, I'm feeling a bit homo. Oh, so you just. Do, is there a, like a, a scale? Do you. If only someone came up with a scale. <laughs> of straight to gay. Yeah. No one in the history of anyone has ever done that. Can you like go on uh, inter- an internet and take the like a Kinsey test? I think you can, but I think um, I don't know. I I I I want to say that I feel like much like Freud, a lot of Kinsey's work has been debunked. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, 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 well rectified, uh, or, like uh, surely because it's it's an old scale. It's an old scale, and from you know both autobiographical and uh, anecdotal uh, stories of people who knew him, he was basically just a bisexual sex addict. Yes, yes. So he was kind of doing what Freud was doing. But, I'm yeah. like this. Everyone must be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what Freud was doing. I love my mother. I'm in love with my mother. Everyone else must be as well. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of people, actually. Mm. Isn't that just the human condition? Mm-hmm. I'm this way. Everyone else must be as well. Yes, and I will get angry at people who are not like this because or, it scares me. Or you go down the other path and go, I'm going to make a career out of making jokes about this. Yeah, or, I, or if not, I will hate myself. I'll hate myself forever. Privately. Yeah. But on stage, it sounds like I'm making jest of it. Mm, mm. But I'm just barely... I'm barely hanging in there. <laughs> the second I get off that stage, I'm going to cut myself in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> While putting uh, lipstick on in the mirror and saying, look at your painting your face, you dirty whore. But, I mean, what? Well, yeah, it's it's very anecdotal. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the Kinsey thing... It, uh, according to the movie, mm. which I enjoyed very much, mm, mm. because I thought it was educational. I was like, "Oh, so it's the guy who? Oh, I didn't know about this guy." Mm. And he was a, he was like a virgin until he started studying this. Yeah, and, and and the movie was quite groundbreaking because it had full frontal male nudity. Yes, which at the time wasn't very at common. The time, at the time, like it wasn't ten very years common. ago. Ten years ago, you didn't see a lot of peen on TV. No, not a lot of peen on, like, yeah, it, penis is still, uh, you still shying see, away from yeah, the mainstream. Yeah, you don't see it very often, apart from Westworld. Apart from Westworld, but, uh, yeah, that would, they, I think, uh, I think they took some of the criticism that Game of Thrones got for uh, lack of 
the penis, the pain, mm. and said, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put some extra pain mm. in there. And I've ranted about Game of Thrones penis before. Everyone was the like, one, the one, shit, the one who had the, like wart warts on his dick. <laughs> yeah, it was like Looks. HBO was kind of like, yeah, you can have a penis, but it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> but our penis is pretty, and just genitalia in general, not up close. It's just monsters. It's it's a Lovecraft monster, so something from a Cronenberg movie. Well, the 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 vagina <laughs> inspired the face hugger from Alien. Yeah, but then what? The, the, the xenomorph was inspired by penises. Yeah, it's just penises and vaginas mm-hmm. flying around in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I am fine. I'm just tired. I've been yep. working my arse off. I have been um, also uh, mainly that just working, just working your just ass working up. my ass off. I'm I'm getting exhausted actually. Yeah, I hear you, brother. We have to apologize to everybody because we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah, we it's both... mainly because I was working working my ass yeah. off. I was working my ass off as, uh, uh, so much, in fact, that my ass uh, went literally off, and I lost it. I lost the screws actually. I was to your ass. It fell yes, off. Yes, I was. I was just playing around with a screwdriver in my navel, and uh, you know, if but, and then I just the screw came out, and then my ass cheeks fell off. And the screw, <laughs> the screw fell under the bed, and then I spent ages trying to find it while holding everything in. Yeah. Oh, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Uh, it was a, a joke. Like I remember this joke as a kid. Mm. There was once a guy who was. Was messing around with a screwdriver in his navel, and then he lost his ass cheeks. It was, it was the funniest joke I ever heard. Wow! His ass cheeks fell off. <laughs> it, it was so visual, and I always, I always saw it. I always saw it without gore. Mm. It's not as funny if you actually like put the gore in it. Yeah, put gore in it. It's just oh, my ass cheeks fell off, and now like the, this, this flab and. And this fat and meat mm. and stuff if, everywhere. If, I don't it's know funnier it. if it's just a a, a crevasseless void behind yeah. the ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a, a nothing. Yeah, like we're made of clay. We're made of clay. You remove the ass. It's just a like a Barbie doll crotch. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a person who who hasn't doesn't have barely has an ass? As in, like the cheeks don't really exist. Yeah, yeah they're usually very thin. Yeah. Yeah, although sometimes I think it's weird when you have a larger person who doesn't have a butt. It just goes back calf muscles. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what happened? You need the ass. Yeah, that's, that's what you get. Like, it's, people end up being, you call it top heavy. Like, top all heavy. their weight is on the top. Yeah, yeah. All, all their insulation oh. yeah. is in the top half of their body. Their butt must get very cold. Yes. Mm. If uh, if uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson were a security officer in your body, he would uh, he would point this out. He said, "You got to put all the weight in the top." <laughs> now when now when the midsection catches fire, I have to climb up on a crane and jump in between <laughs> to save my family. <laughs> I have to tell you about Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So you know how I have had this unhealthy um, dislike for Kira Knightley. Yes. Okay. And I've told you, Frenchie has the same feeling about Natalie Portman. 
Yes, you both hate pretty girls. However, he's got a new one. Oh? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a charming motherfucker. I know, and I, I, I think he's a charming motherfucker as well, but every time we see a commercial or a poster for a movie... Yeah, gets... so every time you go to the movie... Yeah, yeah, because he's in everything. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so angry. Yeah. <laughs> like... We, when we went to see Deadpool, there was a a, a trailer for I don't know skyscraper, sky Jumanji, whatever yeah, it is. Sky Jumanji. Yeah, <laughs> we've stopped. We don't have any ideas anymore. Um, and and uh, yeah, he just in in the middle of the trailers, he became loudly like, "Why is he still in movies? <laughs> I don't get it. He's so shit." He can act. He can act better than a lot of trained actors. I think I. I enjoyed his performance in Jumanji. I have not seen Jumanji. I saw him on SNL like a couple of years ago where he had this op- his opening song was mm. about him saving every franchise. Oh, so right. So a joke about him. Yeah, whenever they feel like the franchise needs a spark, they put me in it because he was in the Fast and the Furious movies. And apparently yeah. he and Vin Diesel hate each other. Really? That's what I heard. <laughs> it's That's what I heard. And, um, and yeah, he's in, and she's Jumanji, because in yeah. a way, he's the new Vin Diesel. Yes, and he's in, also like he's bigger and better, yeah. better actor than and Vin in, Diesel. Because in the in the late nineties, Vin Diesel was doing that. He was in everything. Mm-hmm. It's true. They both had like a, had sim, have a similar career. Mm. Uh, Vin Diesel had the the pacifier, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson had the tooth fairy. So they both had a movie where he's a tough guy. But look at him in But this now he's a nanny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get it? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> we don't even have to tell you what's going to happen because you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Dwayne Rock Johnson escapes from a skyscraper. Did you know they could trap you? <laughs> we didn't. Uh... Yeah, so, but um, he uh, he had a funny bit in his song where they were, like, doing, counting everything, which, uh, every, every franchise, which he said, yeah, I'll save it, I'll save it, mm. but they stopped at the Smurfs, then his song stopped for a while, he says, no, no, I'm not going to do Smurfs, and then it just went on. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just said yes to everything except for the Smurfs. Was he in Moana? He was in Moana, yes. He was the big dude? He was, yeah, that's what I say, you're welcome. That's uh-huh. his song. Right, right, that's nice. I also have to apologize to the listeners because it was also my fault that we didn't do an episode last week because I've been having issues in my building. Yes, you have been having issues, a neighbor issues. Neighbor issues. Now, uh, there is, I, it is, it is unlikely I can reveal everything, mm. um, but there have been a lot of incidences where the police have been called to my building because of a particular neighbor yeah. who is uh, participating in illegal activity. Ah, dogfighting. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and cockfighting. And cockfighting, yeah. and sometimes... I mean, I j- I'm just kept awake because I just hear... and all yeah. night long. And sometimes she takes the wrong medications and mixes it up. Don't say the gender. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, what? Oh, so I was just saying she, that's the default the, gender because, you know, yeah, that's how, yeah, yeah, the way yeah, I talk yeah. right now because I'm woke, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm woke AF. <laughs> 
But anyway, th- there was one day when we could have recorded and I had just been up all night mm. with, there were domestics and screaming and people fighting in the street. And oh, people the, fighting as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Like that was when I finally got to sleep at like four in the morning, uh, I was woken up again at seven by, you know, a huge incident outside oh. and yeah, we're all, we're all sick of it. So, uh, is your neighbor going to leave the building, you think? We don't know. We're doing everything we can. But we are being told that there's not a lot we can do. Because so, it is not a privately owned apartment. No. It is, no. It is run by a service of the city. My apartment is private. But yeah. that one particular apartment is not. And it got so bad that the people who lived below this neighbor left... All oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so they left because of. And they're not even from. Okay, they're. I, I think I can say this. They're from Romania. Ah. And Romania. they went back to Romania. Can you imagine if you're that bad a neighbor that someone said, "That's it. I'm going back to Romania." Mm, yeah. I yeah. I mean, but maybe she is. <laughs> Trying to like maybe it's a conspiracy and they're trying to kick out the rest of you. The, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like a real estate. Uh, yeah, so fraud. that they can own all of it and turn it into a hotel. Yeah, <sighs> I saw like a sketch about this in a, in a very good sketch show, which inspired me a lot. A British show called Jam, mm-hmm. where someone was trying to put uh, the real estate value on her neighborhood <clears throat> down, so she started barbecuing human feces in the street. <laughs> because it's not a good look. Did you, did, you, did you ever see that episode of Will and Grace where Will and Jack decide to buy an apartment in a shitty neighborhood and then everyone there decides that because they're worried. Yeah. They're like, what if people they don't like us being gay and everyone's so welcoming and it turns out that they want to force them to stay because gays drive up the real estate value? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be one of those things. Mm. Mm. It's true. We do, we do up the value of real estate mm. because we bring coffee shops with us and, and, yeah. and poodle salons and, you know, hairdressers. And, poodle salons. Yes, you've got to salon your poodle. <laughs> you need to salon your poodle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if I only had the pen, have the pen every time I hear you say that. <laughs> salon your poodle, everybody. Yes. Spay and neuter your pets. Yes, Oi, with the poodles already. And don't forget to salon your poodle. Oh my god. On that note, I'm Australian. I'm Icelandic. And together we are. Australia. Australia. It's a cool show. Australia. <laughs> it is very nice. We are a couple of guys. And we have a couple of eyes. Each Australia. That's nice. Yes, we have a couple of eyes each. Yeah, it was, it was one of the better ones we've done recently. Recently, yes. Recently. Uh, I was, number what is this episode? I think it's 97. Yeah. Should we take a summer break after 100? Yeah, like for how long do you think? For at least a month. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a it's a in a, I've been I've been learning a lot about podcasts, and that's a <clears throat> that's a risk. 
Yarisk, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, a lot of my favorite podcasts they go away. Yeah, and then you come and back. I come back, and I come back as well. Yeah. To so uh, if you're listening out there, once we get to hundred, we're gonna take a little break. Yeah, it's only just to recharge. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't want it to get stale. Yes, I'll also put the, my nerd podcast on, on summer break. Yeah. We might even take two months. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we have like uh, our followers are, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere. And then it also gives, if we've got a hundred episodes, it gives people who are just starting a chance to catch up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think, do you think our followers, the people of Australia... The, the the Republic of Australia, you think uh, they have, like, they need less time to forget about us? Um, Maybe yeah. they see, like, they have so much, many things in their life, like salooning their poodle, yeah. barbecuing feces. Or dealing with neighbor issues. Yes. You know. How, is it, how, how do you think the typical listener of Australia is like? Well, from what I gather from our um, our uh, meetings with with listeners, mm. they tend they're to very be drunk. They, <laughs> when we meet them, they're usually drunk. Um, but they 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 vary in age and gender mm. uh, and gender identity. And they uh, we had we have a lot of a lot of young listeners. Yes. Yeah, we have a lot of people who work young, as in like just like teenage. Wow, really? Yeah, we do. We have a lot of teenage listeners, um, and there's because I've been looking at the demographics right lately as well, and we have we're pretty equal male female. Okay. Yeah, we we we. Uh, That's good. Yeah, I think that a lot of them are very similar to like your nerd podcast and your. Sl- but they don't Buffy. go outside. Well, a lot of them are into alternative stuff. Yeah. Alternative okay. culture. And uh, and we do have a lot of listeners who work in offices. Yes. And yes. this is what gets them through Friday afternoon. Right. So, yeah. They're the ones who get upset when we when we don't have it out on time. Yes, I understand that. Uh, routine is important in many people's lives. It is. Uh, it is. And I, for one, uh, I'm... I, I was listening to an amazing podcast I told you about called um, Minor Revelations uh-huh. with Drew Drogi, and he got super busy because he made an award-winning play called Bright Colors and Bold Patterns, right. uh, which then got picked up and is now, I think, on Broadway, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have time to do his podcast because the podcast is in LA and he's in New York, and it stopped. Okay. It stopped, and I was listening to it every week. Yeah. That does happen to me. Mm. I uh, I was listening to a like Kevin Smith podcast mm-hmm. and I was like, and then he got a heart attack, so it's not for a while. I was yeah. like, what the fuck, Kev? <laughs> Take care of your cholesterol. I mean, you man. are li- lying in bed right now. Am I am I understanding how heart attacks work? All you need is a mic. Oh, it's different than that. Yeah, I know. I'm just being a shit. <laughs> There's a reason they have cardiac rehabilitation. Well, he was back on feet very quickly, though. Mm, mm. Quick, more quick than I would be if I had just had a cold, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Or, you know, is it? I, yeah, it's good on him. I have nothing to say no. about it. But I, I, I also have been having incredibly boring dreams. 
Oh, boring dreams. Yeah. Tell me about them. Uh, like, it, <laughs> boring I, dreams. I've never gather around. <laughs> gather around, everybody. I've got a boring. But I, I don't understand. This is maybe this is like a getting older thing. Um, but I keep having dreams where I wake up and go, well, that wasn't interesting at all. Like I have dreams where I'm doing my day job, and yeah. and nothing interesting is happening. I'm just. <laughs> trying to make sure burgers get made on time. Last oh, wow. night, I, I read a book. In the dream? <laughs> In my dream. And what, what book? I remember, no, the book was actually quite interesting. Oh. Um, do, you remember, <laughs> do you remember, do you remember R.L. Stein? No. The, the author of Goosebumps. Right. For some reason, in my dream, I was reading a biography, or it was like a mixture between biography and fantasy, oh. written by his daughter. And yeah, okay. Who was an Icelandic girl for some reason? Yeah. And um, he apparently was a flight attendant and a massive hustler. Yeah, right. yeah. It was. It was. And she was um, in the in the book. She was retracing. Apparently, I think he was dead, and she was retracing her father's steps because he stumbled across something that that ended his life. Oh, yeah. so like an actual ghost. Mm, and then I switched he found, from... He found the monster. And then I switched from the, the book to cleaning my apartment. That's... In your dream. In my dream. It's... it's I don't know what that says. R.L. Stein, that's the author of... Goosebumps. Goosebumps, Did yeah. Did you read a lot of those books when you were As a kid? As a kid, yeah. yeah. So it's... it's Yeah, it's a, it, those are horror stories for kids. Yeah. Do they end uh, bad? Do they have bad endings? Like Sometimes. Sometimes they had uh, bad endings, and sometimes they uh, wrapped it all up. But there was always a twist. Yeah. Like, a bit like the end of any Jumanji or whatever. Like, there's always like a, oh, and then we meet a new child who discovers the same ventriloquist dummy. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And the and he, story And I remember on. he was a master of the chapter cliffhanger. Right. Like, uh, I think the first one I ever read was Night of the Living Dummy. Right. And the, the boy finds a ventriloquist dummy, he puts his hand inside, and he feels something squishy in the dummy's head, and it's like, <gasps> it turns out it was a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the twist? Yeah. The twist at the beginning of the next chapter is, oh, he was good at making yeah. it good. And the chapters were like, they were huge, they were at least three pages long, man. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And the letters were they small? They were. They were. Uh, they were. They were appropriate size for a twelve-year-old. Yeah. 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 And those books retailed at five ninety-five. I mean, I rem- it's, uh, <clears throat> uh, it reminds me. I read the Tales for the Crypt, was which was a comic. Mm. Uh, uh, on which the television show Tales from the Crypt was based on and there was this one like constant rule that every story had to end badly mm. I thought that, uh, that was a, a constant rule like that uh, is comforting in a way for example uh, the, the coyote will never catch no. uh, the roadrunner if, if, if they have that footage somewhere they should burn it because if anybody sees it, their face will melt. It's it, well, they did a cut to in Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. About what would happen. I it almost is, it was so whole. It's so sacred to me. You couldn't I, watch the cut. I was don't don't even joke about that Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but the the sad endings, like I think it's it's carried over into adulthood with Black Mirror. Yes, it yes. never ends well. No, that, with Black the Mirror exception is, of <clears throat> San Junipero. 
Yeah, it's true. I think wasn't there a light-hearted episode? Yeah, uh, there was that was a, the that was the only light-hearted one. There was a light-hearted ending in the recent series. Yeah, with the the dating. The, yeah. Uh, yes, and also another one. Let's not spoil. Which one? Oh, I, that's Star Trek. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was that was that was, but that was dark. Yeah, it was dark until the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but that was a good episode, man. It was great. It was great. It's it's such a oh the bells, the bells of the Hattlegrimskirke. Hey, do you have an embarrassment of the, of the week? week? I do. <coughs> I have a who-related embarrassment. I see you have a who pin here. Yeah, you gave it to me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, when you came to watch comedy. I no, came. we went to watch Dan Zarin and Hugh Coverdell Jones's yeah, show, The right. Seat Feelings. That's yeah. where I gave you the pin. I was still, when I met you there, I had was just, I just, I had just come from... Um, uh, be a parties where I had uh, the, a whole... Well, <clears throat> revealing of my new who merchandise. So this is this is all in regards to the Icelandic football team going to World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, who I wasn't aware <coughs> they've. It's it's like a presidential race. They have a marketing team behind them. Probably. Well, that's who got you to do this. No. No. no okay. No, no, no. This is this is solely independent. Okay. <clears throat> nobody asked. Nobody asked me to do this, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's what I. That's what I've been saying to myself. I've been asking myself, why am I doing this? Nobody told me. Out to of do spite, this. because somebody tried to buy it. Yeah, and our spite is true, but it wasn't even spite. I mean, yeah, somebody bought the who, and uh, then I I was never really offended by the fact that somebody bought the who. I was just offended by the fact that somebody told me not to use the who, mm. because I was already selling a bunch of who t-shirts. And for those who don't know, who is a sound that Icelandic football fans make mm-hmm. when they're watching a game? Mm-hmm. And um, well, they they never used to. They never used to, but until uh, they stole it from Scotland. They stole it from Scotland, mm. exactly. And <clears throat> and it was uh, a marketing became, agency that came up with that. Probably yes. I, yeah. I found this out last week. I right. was in a meeting with some people, right? And they, I mentioned that you have all this stuff, and they said, "Oh yeah," and they mentioned the team that came up with, oh. with who? Yeah. So the marketing agency saw a, a, a Scottish football game. No, I think the I think the idea was that I don't know if they knew the Scottish were already doing something like that. But they decided they needed something for Icelandic fans yeah. to be iconic. And then they went, they looked at things like the haka in football. Right. That the, the New Zealand, uh, you know. The, are you talking about the war dance? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that was, you know, something that the, the Kiwi, I think they're called the All Blacks, came up with in the 70s. Right. Let's just put that 
in you can actually watch yeah. a video online of how it's changed right because it's yeah. they have choreographers that come in every year and teach it to them interesting yeah and they have to learn the words and all that stuff well the who totally worked it did uh, and when uh, when the whole uh, copyright fiasco was like what a couple of months ago a few mm. months ago <clears throat> uh, I I um, yeah, it got world attention. I had, I did interviews for for foreign medias. But yeah, but uh, then uh, so uh, we decided uh, because uh, we kind of won that fight mm. in a way, and uh, <clears throat> so of course we're gonna do more who T-shirts, especially now that uh, World, world Cup. Cup is coming. Yeah. And yeah, I I'm on board the whole time, but. There was like this moment uh, around the revealing of the new Who t-shirts and the days before that that I felt I had a, 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 a huge case of imposter syndrome. Oh. <coughs> so basically that was, that was my illness mm. when I called in sick last week mm. because I, just, I was just woken up from uh, the, the day before was the, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I felt like my career had gone on a surreal and... Nosedive. Yeah, not nosedive because that means I would be failing at Mm, making money or something. But just that I was just, what? This... I'm, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do football merchandise. Mm. I wasn't gonna do that. It just accidentally happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, uh, afterwards I, I've uh, made peace with those thoughts. But, mm-hmm. uh, but for a while there, I, I felt like uh, a sellout. Mm. And I've felt like a sellout before because my... Uh, my, I always had, I, I always had the saying which I learned off the internet, which was, "It's not about selling out; it's about cashing in." Mm. And, uh, <clears throat> but I, uh, there was uh, like they, when we were um, showing this these new T-shirts along with um, uh, twenty-two new drawings yep. of. Uh, of a who who character, which are all hilarious. Yes, I I, I actually tried to, to put on a, like a twist on a like an anarchic or an artistic or uh, even a deliberately offensive twist to the whole thing because the original um, the, the case was about. Uh, me drawing this one little stick figure in a football mm. outfit and saying who but uh, <clears throat> now I thought okay now I'm gonna do um, or now I have to do a lot more who guys and at least six of them will be on t-shirts I'm gonna do something that's more uh, I guess nasty or yeah like one of my favorites is the whale it's yeah. been cut in yeah, half a, sl- a slaughtered a whale. whale going who yeah, so I try I try to find things that Icelanders because we're so proud of this and uh, I and I think that's a beautiful thing, 
but I was playing around with national pride, so mm. I took other elements uh, about Iceland that Iceland that we aren't not all of us are proud of or some of us mm-hmm. uh, but uh, and also things that we shouldn't be proud of so there was the whale hunting mm-hmm. and then I had one guy who was yeah he was pretty much fucking a sheep mm-hmm. and he says who and then uh, uh, various other things which didn't end up on um, t-shirts but ended up on the walls of bioparadies as part of this art exhibition so I tried to I tried to uh, what do you say uh, gave a piss no took a piss took the piss took the piss uh, out of national pride yeah I took the piss at nat- national pride without being I felt uh, a dick mm. I was just being <laughs> and can I just say I I didn't even think you realized this but these drawings particularly tickled my funny bone uh, because of the whole controversy over people in Iceland wanting to boycott Eurovision next year yeah because it's gonna be in Israel <gasps> but they're totally fine with the World Cup in Russia despite the fact that people are being killed in gay people are being killed in camps in Chechnya <clears throat> yeah and and Russians have openly said uh, don't be gay because we'll hunt you down and stab you that's true I mean Mm, priorities. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a funny thing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, so Eurovision kind of uh, put a spotlight on Israel in that regard, mm. uh, and uh, and the World Cup has put a spotlight. Not really. Uh, Only for gay just, people. Just a just a very thin spotlight. Yeah, but not it enough. Was there for a while, and so so football, because football is doesn't mean anything just like Eurovision doesn't mean anything yeah to it's most people, people playing games and people singing yeah it's just it's nothing it's and neither is supposed to be political yeah so uh, so apparently football is more is stronger football's stronger because more people who it doesn't affect you know what I mean like if 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 Eurovision was going to be held in a country that kills gay people mm-hmm. then I think lots of people would go no because most of the audience are gay men right yeah yeah but most of the audience of football are just straight bros if if Russians would be killing uh, people in shorts mm. just hate people in shorts mm-hmm. and they gather them around and, and, and stab them mm-hmm. then it would be an issue and I think I think if uh, if the World Cup was in Israel, mm-hmm. uh, then I think Icelanders would be pissed off about that. You think so? Yeah. But is it so? You think it's more about the issue than it is about the uh, the cultural phenomenon? I think so, but it's. I mean, I've been in trouble for. I've learned to keep my mouth shut about the Israel Palestine thing here in Iceland because. Uh, at the risk of making a a broad, wide-sweeping statement on our podcast, I feel that everyone I've met in Iceland who's like, "Oh my God, Israel shouldn't be hosting Eurovision," yeah. they are they have clearly not read everything. No, and I'm not picking any side. No, I'm just thinking it's a little it's 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 kind of like the circumcision thing all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a country. Of, of people who are like, yeah, yeah, I want to be the good guy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to be on the side that's portrayed as the good guy. I don't really think either side is 
is blameless. It's people killing people. It's people, people, people who kill people. It's people killing people. Uh, and uh, one group of people has killed more people than mm. the other group of people. Yeah. And uh, that is uh, a horrible thing. And nobody is blaming France. No. <laughs> they, they gave them Israel. Yes, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. I just know everything. But the, here's 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 what keeps happening is is people keep talking about how oh you went to Eurovision, aren't you uh, shocked at how it's going to be in Israel? And then if my response is no, then they're like why? And you ask questions, and they have read nothing. Yeah, well, they just saw a petition was, on was Facebook. Was in Israel uh, like twenty years ago? Not well, not that long ago. Yeah, and a trans woman won. Yeah, you know, and it's. Uh, whatever but it's these these are usually the same people who are like why is Australia in Eurovision yeah well we can't uh, yeah everything everything we touch uh, has blood on it mm-hmm. these days this is uh, we, uh, the western culture is built on a bloody battlefield yeah where innocents were murdered en masse mm-hmm uh, so we can't really buy a Mac and a Coke uh, and then uh, and then be uh, offended by whatever. I was at a friend's house and they were all about how Eurovision shouldn't be in Israel. And I said, but you have a soda stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a soda stream. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck that. You have a soda stream. <laughs> Are you, you're supporting Israel. By the way, is soda stream the only... Appliance out there that makes uh, sparkling water. I don't know because it's I've, the most I, successful. I, I know a lot of people uh, and who who are into boycotting Israel. Mm. Uh, who are, Where are they gonna make their own soda water? And but and they have this. It's like a dilemma. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, I'm 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 horrified by the war crimes, but I really want a soda stream. Mm-hmm. It can't be the only machine out there that makes sparkling water. Well, uh, Frenchie bought a soda stream, yeah. and it was a month, a month of debating whether he should or not. Right. Because, oh, I don't want to support Israel. Is I have a movie downstairs in my bunker. It's an Israeli movie, and uh, I haven't gotten around to watching it, but I bought it because I heard it was good, mm-hmm. and I was not going to boycott seeing that particular movie because it is an Israeli movie, and maybe it even has a positive message or a thoughtful message about the whole conflict, uh, which a lot of Israeli uh, art does. But it's, I mean, if you if you say I'm not going to watch an Israeli film, that would be identical to saying no more American films yeah, because Trump is president. That as well. It's stupid because there's no way everyone in that entire country is involved in the problem. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. So boycotting a country is 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 it the future? Unless it's Russia, then you're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, isn't that just as no, 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 it is. It, it is, is futile because uh, it's when it comes down to it, it's not the country; it's Satan who is behind the government. Mm, and you you also have to take into account, like I I don't think. The lizard people. It's the lizard, the lizard pe- people. The reptilians and Beyonce. Yeah. Um. You know, and and I I I think we as a people are less uh, objective when we see news. Yeah. We we watch we read an article, and we're not very good anymore 
at reading it and seeing, okay, well, this is this is one sided because uh-huh. there's a lot of because you know when people study journalism. It used to be uh-huh. that you're supposed to uh, report just the facts, uh-huh. and now you have so many in goose feet newspapers uh-huh. or news organizations who are basically finding the most salacious story uh-huh. and presenting it in a way to get clicks. Yeah. Because people don't buy newspapers, uh-huh. they read everything online, uh-huh. and that's all about advertising. Yeah. So you know, it's it's hard for people to find a source for news that doesn't have. Some kind of, and, and when people are paying for advertising, they also have their own ideals that they're trying to push.、Uh-huh. And to get that money, they will subtract their advertising from a news organization if it does not. I mean, just look at the whole Murdoch press. Yeah, you know, were, but we're not educated enough to be able to read a news story and go, "Well, that was one side."、Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find another. Yes, that's why I think we should be ruled by robots.、Mm. We should just、uh, go ahead and、uh, put all our money into、uh, artificial intelligence, and then when we have a fully functional,、uh, like data、mm-hmm. from Star Trek esque、uh, being,、mm. we should elect them. We shouldn't even elect them. We should just put them into office, and have them rulers.、Mm. And、uh, they have one basic function:、uh, stop people from killing each other. Yep. And、uh, sure, we'll be slaves of robots, but at least、uh, the conflict in the Middle East is gone. Oh my god! Did you did you read about the experiment they did with AI on and Reddit、uh, recently? No, I didn't read. They、it. got a they got a an an AI to see only the most gruesome images on Reddit and、mm-hmm. 4chan. Yeah,、uh, and then did an ink blot test. And they they had an AI that didn't see those images,、yeah. uh, so that you know the ink blot where you say what do you the Rosak yeah where you see like what what do you see and like the, I see the puddles well, in the streets and the, the normal the normal、eyes. AI would look at one picture and go it's a man and a woman embracing the one that had only seen the gruesome images said man jumps out of window his brains are on the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like every image and、yeah. what they were they were、uh, kind of looking at in this is that. Uh, you know, so much of of consciousness is what you're exposed to. Well, then maybe we should have these、uh, like robots、uh, implanted with only child memories from children who grew up uh, in uh, wonderful privileged. Yes, wonderful privileged、uh, surroundings, along with、uh, multicultural siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you go. Oh yeah, so you, Mia Farrow's kids. Oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs>、um, yeah, it's hard. It's very hard to、uh, figure out this whole the,、uh, human thing. We're doomed. This peace thing. We are doomed. I've been trying. I've been working on like finding a solution to、uh, war and misery.、Mm. I haven't yet. Wow. Have you come up with anything? I haven't. I haven't. But apparently, signing a petition to stop Eurovision going to Israel is the key, is the key. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I find it. I always find it positive when a pop cultural、uh, or just any cultural thing. Uh, kick starts at least some sort of discussion、yeah. when it comes to uh, this, mm. but uh, uh, the fact that the flow of information is crooked and we do not、uh, 
we we uh, are focused on one part of the world when another part of the world mm-hmm. has it even has it even more shitty. Like, did you know the plague still exists in Madagascar? I did not know. Yeah. But yeah, but there are already like four Madagascar movies, so I'm not. Really, <laughs> I'm not really losing sleep over that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get it early enough, it can be cured with antibiotics. But yeah, I'm just waiting for the new uh, Incredibles movie. So um, as long as they uh, don't have the plague, they don't go near. Uh, and there's no Me Too involved. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Greg T. Nelson. He's he's uh, he probably hasn't. He, he looks. He has an honest face. And there's no That's way the Holly one. Hunter has Me Tooed anyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Brad Bird. Who is the director? Probably not. Mm. I think I'm like jinxing by saying Yeah, his well, name. well. Now, suddenly they are me too. Just flashback a year ago, Louis C.K. Yeah, <laughs> no, but at least we had the rumors about Louis C.K. Yeah. Like now we had. Now and there was... were rumors about Kevin Spacey. <sighs> but Morgan Freeman. Oh my goodness, the voice of God. Yeah. Oh, who's next? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. That's, that's the new hashtag. <laughs> who's next? I apologize. But how have you, have you gotten over your imposter syndrome? Uh, I have, but I, um, I felt like I flew too close to the sellout sun. Uh, in a way that I ne- I've never been a 100% into this who thing. I thought uh, it was really fun when mm. it was happening. I felt uh, I felt invigorated by the fact I was driven by I was driven by justice. I felt I felt oh, hey I one guy shouldn't own this mm-hmm. and uh, and I went and tattletailed. Uh, uh, on this guy, good on to you, the, to Cindy the, Brady, to the nation, and the nation. Because when you tattle on someone, all you're telling them, is yeah, sure, I'm a tattletale. <laughs> and the na- and the nation kind of reacted in a, a way that didn't really surprise me, but in a, in a, uh, and, but in a tiny way, it disappointed me when people were being mean to the guy I was tattletailing mm, on. Mm. Uh, tattletelling on, and uh, because. He didn't need to get the abuse he got, no matter how much you disagree with what he did. Well, I, I think I said this to you. I don't necessarily disagree with what he did. He saw a business opportunity and went for it. It I failed. Know. Yeah. It failed. Yeah. It's but true. hey, we can't blame him. I, I, like I think even a lot of people who got angry would have done the same thing. I, if I had fucking known, I would have done it. Yeah. If I could go back yeah. to myself. 20 years ago yeah and and give myself any piece of advice i'd say buy the domain google.com yeah <laughs> yeah uh but uh, then google would just be called something else today. google <laughs> yeah and no and you just sitting you just had this google thing yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do with google i own google now oh okay well well, we'll just find another Google. Name. What is Google? I better schmoogle that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I schmoogled your Google thing? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but can, I, have, I have a piece of advice for you. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the imposter syndrome or, or flying too close to the sellout, right? Mm-hmm. 
when you're in those situations, and I've been in those before, probably markedly less than you have, um, my thing would be when you're drawing those who drawings, mm. right? Do you at least get a chuckle to yourself out of it when you do? That? I absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, this is what kept me alive. You get a chuckle out of it, mm-hmm. and it does make you money. And yeah. when you're making money from those things, that enables you to have more time to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. So that's how you you, in my opinion, that's how you deal with feeling like a sellout. As long as you're not just like okay, if you make billions from who. And then just go snort coke off the back of prostitutes on a yacht in the in the Mediterranean. Yeah, good for you. You succeed. You won at life. But mm-hmm. but yes, that's selling out. Yeah. Right. As yes. Artistically, mm-hmm. if you're then using that money to create the other things that you really want to do that don't have anything to do with football mm-hmm. or trademarked things, then you're not selling out. Which is exactly what you're doing. That is exactly what I'm doing, and the whole chuckle thing is what gets me through it. Whenever I'm like, when I'm, when I, because we printed these, uh, these new Who figures on also little flags, mm, mm. Uh, who, are, which are like, like felt flags, mm-hmm. uh, which is something a football fans buy, like flags of their team or something. And never underestimate the divisive nature of you as a celebrity, <laughs> because there are people who will buy that stuff, and then there are also people who will never buy that stuff because they hate you. There are some people who hate me. I, I, that's very comforting. Um, so, so they're not very vocal because no. they think I will just go and tell the internet about them and then ruin their life. But. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, exactly, and uh, I remember, I remember because there was this this uh, this team of supporters, a bunch of guys called uh, Tolvan, which is the uh, like the official cheerleaders of. Uh, They're the ones who came up with the the clap. Yeah, well, the ones who came, who got the instructions from the marketing team, mm, team mm, apparently, mm. but. Um, um, yeah, so, so they were there, and uh, my marketing lady was working on it, and uh, and I heard like, uh, and also the, the girls in Bio Paradise, and I overheard that uh, like a phone call from with from one of the girls in Bio Paradise while I was there, and she was saying, yeah, yes, yeah, bring your press, and Hulegur is gonna do the who clap oh. with the Tolvan, and I was like. <laughs> made this uh, 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 throat, surely throat you knew slicing. you were going to have to do that uh, yeah I was um, uh, yeah, I was just at, the, at that time I was like thinking I'm not going to do the fucking clap mm. I'm getting I'm, this is weird mm. I, 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 I'm, I, have a, I have a play I'm working on <laughs> <laughs> so I have a play which is based on Hamlet <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's like Dame Judy Dent yeah. suddenly being on Penthouse magazine and I, I, and I was kind of I, was, I felt like I was uh, but yeah uh, I felt like I was um, this was getting uh, ridiculous but when when it happened and, mm. and they did the clap I without thinking went amongst them and did the clap with them for I think the first time in my life actually wow. yeah I've never done the whole clap thing it's uh yeah, I never. Yeah, it's never been in the situation where I had to do it, and it's also ridiculous if you do it alone. I the, my only problem with the clap is it's uh, it's used 
It's useless energy because yeah. it builds but goes nowhere. Because it just goes. <laughs> it is kind of gratifying though in when you're in a group mm. doing it. Mm, it is. Yeah, uh, I think that's the 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 unifying part of it is what uh, was uh, fascinating and also uh, pretty beautiful. And also, I think I actually did the whole thing with uh, when I found the subversive twist to the whole thing. I didn't feel like a mm. imposter any longer. So, uh, but the whole exposure had made me uh, very sensitive. So the day, all the day, the whole day afterwards, I was. Uh, I didn't want to leave the house and I felt like a fraud. But then, day after that, I felt okay. alright and I thought, oh, I think I did an alright thing. The only, uh, the irony of the whole thing is that I'm apparently the only guy who is making who merchandise. Mm. Because... Because you complained on the internet, so everyone's afraid to now. Yeah, I told somebody owned it and uh, he still technically owns it, so he can still technically do something about it or... Or try to sue you. I think that might be a reason nobody else is doing it. But I, I encouraged people just to, uh, everyone to do it, uh, to make your own whole thing. And I'm actually kind of disappointed that uh, my adversary quit doing his stuff. He could have just done it. Holy! Why would you, you know he's not going to? Yeah, I, of course. But I, I. But I, no one. Okay, I, I have a comic strip. Yeah. I could probably make jokes about who. Yeah. But I'm not going to. Because everyone who reads that uh-huh. is going to go, oh, Hulu already did it. Stop stealing his stuff. Yeah. Because you were, you were just, you were smart enough to get in there before anybody else did. Yeah. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to accept that it's lonely at the top. Yeah, but it's, you know, it defeats the whole purposes of, of uh, who is everyone's product and I'm, I'm the only one who's selling the product. No, well, you were the only one who thought to do it at the time. Yeah, probably. I, yeah, true. Stop getting down on yourself about it. There will be other things that people will do that you never thought of first. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. You're, it just enjoy it. It's, it's weirdly comforting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one day you're going to decide that you want to make a, a, a joke about a, a, an angry bear. Oh, and yeah. And you'll go, I can't. Jono I already did it. There is actually an angry bear in the comic I'm doing right Are now. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> but it's an actual bear. An actual bear, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a polar bear, in fact. A polar bear with a black hole uh, instead of a vagina. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes. Is, that, is that in the uh, Groundhog Day yeah. comic? Wow. It's in the Groundhog Day comic, uh, which I will be displaying in Hapnarhusith uh, at uh, on Monday, the mm-hmm. 11th of June. Mm. Come see it. It is the biggest thing I've ever done. It's so weird and so artistic that it makes up for the whole sellout sun flying close to thing. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the Greek god that flew too close to the sun? It wasn't the god, but it was Icarus. Icarus, that's right. Yeah. If his, his wings were made of wax. Yeah, well, the, the what was, a stupid thing to make wings it, out of. It, the, well, the wings were made of feathers, but wax was the glue. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. So he flew too close to the sun. Uh, his father said, "Don't do Don't it. Don't fly too close to the sun. Yeah. Shut up, Dad. You're old. What do you know? Yeah. 
think his father built those wings, if I remember correctly, and he is also the same guy who built the labyrinth around um, the Minotaur. Oh, wow. Or did he become the Minotaur? Maybe. I have to read. <laughs> Don't fly too close to the sun. I set you up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, I had an embarrassment of the week just uh, two days ago. Right? Yeah, I, uh, I decided to go visit a new restaurant Ooh. here in Reykjavik. Uh, it used to be called Vegamot, and it is now called Bastard. Wait, Vegamot is now called Bastard? Yep. Why is it called Bastard? I don't know, but it's a cool name. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and they make their own beer. Um, All right. And so it's beautiful. You should go check it out. It's beautiful in there. They've got a really nice, simple menu, like tacos and flatbreads. And uh, so I was uh, having sort of a date night with Frenchie. Um, and I had to pop into day job to order some shit. And then I was going to meet him there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't know where to sit because he hadn't arrived. So I sat down. And then I looked down and I, I actually, I was feeling really good about myself because it was a good day. Like I, I walked past the bookstore. You didn't even have to use your AK. Didn't have to use my AK. I, was, I wasn't even um, open carrying. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and like I'd seen a book about Jack the Ripper. It was on sale. I was like, I'm going to buy that. And you saw that. Good year blimp. And it read, Jono's Pimp. <laughs> Jono's Pimp. Have a great day, dude. <laughs> and, you know, the birds were singing and it was so nice. And I went in and I sat down and I, I was waiting for him. And so I was just sort of sitting in a booth against a wall mm. and waiting till he arrived till we worked out where we want to sit. Then I looked down and went, oh, my shoelace is untied. And I bent over to do up my shoelace and I farted oh. so loud. And it was one of those, oh, this is one of those over 30 moments. I didn't even think I needed to. Yeah. I just bent over and it was like a... So it and was I was... A, it had a, like a, a, a note. It had a musicality yeah, to it. Musicality. Like, yeah. and, and I looked to my left and there's a, a, like three tables... Of, of girls probably in their early 20s and it was like the t- typical moment in a teen movie where the, you hear the of a record stopping yeah. everyone turned to look at me and I just uh, my response was because you think you go oh wow you try and make a joke about it yeah. but I was so overcome with fear and disappointment in myself I just looked at them all and I just went <sighs> <laughs> How how did they react to you? I don't know, because then I just completely avoided eye contact and I went and sat somewhere else. And then in defense, I was kind of, I tweeted about it Uh in the hopes that maybe someone in the restaurant would see it and go, oh, he farted and he's okay with that. Um, uh, but I did actually, someone I knew came up to me and went, Oh, where did you fart? Mm. <laughs> um, but it was, and it was at the time I was like, whatever, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't care. But then it sort of creeped back. Like, uh, someone's going to see me in public and go, that's the guy that farted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's also, I don't know why, but there's, there's an element of like, because I am an overweight person that, <laughs> That, you know, if I, I think it's it's worse if a fat person farts, because it's just something you associate them with. Oh, yeah. Fat person is so full of food, he farts all the time. Yeah, yeah. You're not helping 
Uh, no, if I was a skinny uh, person, community. if I was a skinny person, yeah. um, people would go, oh, 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 but then they're like, yeah, he's probably real sweaty as well and, and farting and he's here to eat food so he can fart more. And then I ate tacos as well. So it's it not, not helping the situation, but that was, that was my embarrassment. I don't consider you overweight. Are you technically overweight? or? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. If you do the BMI test, I'm yeah. obese. What? Uh-huh. Mm, I don't know about that. That's when you, you know, your height and your weight. Uh, Technically, I'm obese. Technically, you're obese. Do you know, I, <laughs> I have an obese friend. <laughs> he's, he's technically obese. <laughs> technically obese, yeah. he's, te- but he's technically obese. He just dresses well. Um, <laughs> it's all girdle. Yeah. Um, but no, it, uh, I, I actually did the, the math the other day. I was like... Oh, if because if you know BMI, your body yeah. mass index, mm-hmm. it's where they do your your weight divided by your height squared or something, and you get I a number. I thought it stood for boo much information. <laughs> boo much information, um, but I looked at the scale because yeah. you need to know your height, how much you weigh, and your age range. Mm. And in order for me not to be obese, mm. do you know how much weight I would have to lose? Mm. 20 kilos? 28. 28 kilos. Wow, you have to be skinny. Yeah. I I don't understand this. It's because I'm tall. Yes, because you're tall. Do you find that you get, uh, like, discriminated because of your obesity? Yeah, at H&M I do. Okay. Especially in Iceland, because for some reason, since H&M opened in Iceland, they decided... Now, Iceland is a pretty fat nation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we're fat. You're fat per capita. Yeah. Yes, um, we're fat. We pimp. We pimp. Uh, plump pimps. Mm-hmm. But um, plump pimps. I find it hard to find jeans my size at H&M in Iceland. But I never have that problem in... They just... They stop at a certain size here. Um, or they just don't order them in because apparently fat people don't shop yeah. at H&M in Iceland. So I do get discriminated against. And it's a whole thing. Like, uh, Frenchie hates going clothing shopping with me because the, the, they always use halogen lights in the fitting rooms and mm-hmm. I'm already anxious enough and then I get sweaty. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, then I'm just like a fat person who's yeah. sweating in the change room. Yeah, getting... you, you make him look, look ridiculous. I make him look ridiculous, yes. you know. He's an, he has an apple homie and you are an obese person. <laughs> you, it's Romeo and Juliet. And he's got that, I mean, his style, he's got that whole effortless French thing. Yeah. You know, he buys clothes online without needing to know that they fit, because they will, because yeah. he's thin, yeah. you know, and, and he just always, he could just be out to get groceries and always looks like he stepped off a catwalk in Milan. And there's me in, in you know, the same jeans I always wear with a printed t-shirt that has yeah. a fat bear on it. Um, yeah, people assume that you are. That I am the bear. Yeah, I was going to say manservant. I of him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm his. I'm his personal assistant. Whenever like people, uh, French people are talking to him when he's talking to someone in French, they're probably just talking about you. Mm. His French friends are saying you should teach your manservant some manners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So twenty eight kilos, and I would be of it. I wouldn't even be underweight i would be of a of a healthy weight range oh yes okay yeah can you imagine what i well you could actually because pictures of me as a twink 
Yeah, I've seen you. That's like wink. that's yeah. like thirty kilos ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those cheekbones, man. That, oh man, yeah, I would love to have. A, I those. could cut. I like Maria Shriver. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I could cut paper with those cheekbones. Yes, and then find out that your husband has been banging the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sorry. He's so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, we have to cut it short because I've got to get to my day job. Okay. But I have some my news. day job? I've got some news. My day. Some news um, uh, that isn't, isn't official, but I am going to be doing a show on the 12th of July. Right. At Hurra. Okay. And it's kind of a re you you know a little bit about this. It's kind of a reincarnation of the evening with John O'Duffy that I did at Chattanooga. Yeah, so I love that. Late night chat show mm-hmm. style. Uh, and it's gonna be recorded. Right. And it's gonna be going on the interwebs. Over all overly. Yeah, and I think the plan is that if it works, we're gonna try and do it regularly and live broadcast it. I love it. And you're gonna be involved. I'm gonna be involved. You are. Am I? Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I said yeah. yes. <laughs> You're going to be involved in a very special segment. But I, the plan is, on the, so if anyone's listening and they're in Reykjavik on the 12th of July, mm-hmm. come to Hura because we are going to be filming two episodes that night. <clears throat> I am very glad you're doing this. I found your evening with John O'Duffy shows to be very entertainment entertainmenting mm. and also very furnish mm. and also very glad inducing <laughs> uh, but also uh, I thought you were in your element there, there. Mm. Uh, Thank you, you are good at the crowd working and uh, and being uh, uh, fun on the stage now I will also use this opportunity to uh, remind you about the reveal uh, uh, of my biggest comic book story yeah. so far in Hapnarhusid at 9 o'clock on the 11th of June. Is it 9pm or 9pm. 9pm. That's the late one. Where is Hapnarhusid? Hapnarhusid is down by the, the pier. It's a, it's a huge um, is it near, art museum. Is it it's near, a art museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Near Wales of Iceland. <coughs> no, is it Chattanooga? It's not far away from the Wales of Iceland. It's near, it's near Gökuren. It's near Gökuren. Okay, yeah. Uh, and uh, there I will be... Uh, I will be projecting my story mm. on the wall... Uh, frame by frame, wow. five seconds per frame, which means it the running time will be seventy five minutes. Wow! And my cousin Art Eldjorn will be playing freestyle mm-hmm. atmospheric music mm-hmm. based on the concept as uh, we all sit and read a story together. Oh, nice. That sounds lovely. Yeah. I so that's next week. Beautiful. That's yeah. That's Monday. And you, it's on the table here. It's huge. It's Hugus. It's yes. Hugus by yes. Hugus. <laughs> Peace out, motherfuckers.